0: This episode of The Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com.
1: At one point in time, if you listened to the show, you knew uh, about our little secret site to get awesome discs. Uh, It's not a secret anymore. It is a site where you can learn everything about the discs you're purchasing before you actually have them in your
0: hands. Get disc weight, dominess, flatness, all kinds of ratings learn it before you get it in there and get your favorite disc at only the best discs otbdiscs.com use promo code dgpodcast to get free shipping on your next order What's up disc golfers welcome to episode 217 of the disc golf podcast my name is robin and alongside me my longtime friend avid disc golfer joe
1: that's me robin's friend and avid disc golfer
0: <laughs> happy new year joe
1: <clears throat> happy new year i uh my son was watching pokemon before i came over oh good so that's what so that was. i was channeling my uh inner ash ketchum okay
0: it was cool. It was great. I, I am a fan, so I also recognize that. Of course. And I felt it was a very good impression.
1: Of, um, You know, the voice is probably far too deep and wasn't animated enough. But, you know, it's late at night. and A little more little practice. Tight. You could probably get there, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Next episode, guys. Just, just, uh,
0: just you wait. So uh, congratulations to everyone making it through 2020 and arriving in 2021, which so far has been... You know, definitely great, and nothing weird and crazy happening. Um, mm, no, nope. it's it's still, uh, you know, we're just continually getting better and uh, better every day. That's 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 great. So I'm really happy about that. It's also we got disc golf around the corner. We do, we like, do,
1: and it's like. Um off seasons are like a thing now, kind of. It was really slow, and it's picking up. There's still like a few big ones we're waiting for, but yeah. that's They were fun. basically
0: all, thanks, James Conrad, for still waiting. Like We we took a couple of weeks off over Christmas break, and you could have at any point announced your new sponsor, and then we could have said it on the show, and now we're going to record this episode, and I shit you not, James Conrad is going to announce tomorrow. And Ezra. on And Ezra. Both these people yep. are going to announce where they're going on Friday, the 8th. Which is when this podcast is going to come out. Shit,
1: do you think Danny knows? We totally should have hit Danny up. I bet he could have told us about Ezra. Oh, I don't even think about that.
0: But it's going, that's the way this works. We do our podcast on Thursday night, news comes out on Friday afternoon, and we have this podcast going the whole week where all these other people wait for the news to happen and record their episodes. So well, that of course, we can, can greatly
1: hear. speculate, which we will yeah. later.
0: James Conrad is going to MVP, and it's going to be awesome.
1: Man, I thought we were gonna like say that for later and like really get into it, but yeah, we've already discussed totally. it on like the I three know, previous know, But bots. like, this is our official, uh, our if we're casting our official ballot, our official vote. Yeah, he's going to uh, MVP. What about
0: Ezra? Uh, Ezra, I don't feel as strongly about that, but what does he? What does he actually throw when he's out there? I haven't watched. He throws, him. A,
1: he throws a mixed bag. So yeah, well, I know a, that but, he
0: putts P twos. Okay. Uh, he, I mean, he, he would fit in well with the Discmania. He also uh, really brand. likes nukes, okay, and right. um, zones. Well, I mean, Discraft sponsors everyone, right? So.
1: Right. I feel like if he was gonna go to Discraft, like it already have been done. You think so? I don't know. I have no clue. I'm my. I'm he, gonna say Discmania, though. I am gonna say Discmania. I, I like
0: it. I will agree with you because that makes sense. But uh, I mean, I I just can't imagine Discraft has any money left after you know buying paula and mclaren and right and, and
1: but uh on the other side disc just made three million dollars on mystery boxes that sold out in 30 seconds <laughs> so they got money for ezra yeah, that's true that's
2: true. i say that like because i'm Has a your... shithead
1: because i i definitely got one
0: is it do you have it yet
1: no it shipped uh yesterday or two days ago. what was the disc in that 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 the tilt tilt
0: yeah okay so. Are you
1: so excited for me to be like, oh, I should have brought the tilt, <laughs> <laughs> or I, I, I know the perfect disc for this throw? So it's it, t- since- I'm just gonna go. It's <laughs> tilt time.
0: I'm just gonna like walk away.
1: Yeah, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna go uh, 50 feet forward and see if I can catch
0: it. <laughs> I'll be, I'm gonna go 53 feet. I'll be safe from you. Right? Yeah,
1: it's not getting further than
0: that. <laughs> Am I distracting you over here while you line up your? No, your, that shit your... <laughs> is so
1: dumb, and I know it is. Well, we haven't talked
0: about it all because uh, we haven't been on. Yeah, because we haven't been on. But Simon uh, announced his new disc that he's super excited about. It's called the tilt. It's a nine speed it's and brick. it's it's a six fade, which apparently is the first one ever. It's a
1: six fade and like a positive two turn. Yeah.
0: So it's basically this crazy flat, blunt nosed, overstable thing. I think
1: it's like six it might even be like six one three six or something like that. Or maybe it's six one one six.
0: Nine. The first one is nine. Oh it's yeah. Nine speed. Yes. So, what would six one one six be? Is that like, is that the code to your front doors? Oh
1: shit! Because my front door has a code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my front door has a code. It's cool. That's In any it's case, b- so it's he,
0: and he's uh, put yeah, out for sure. throwing all of all these uh, crazy shots and and uh, claims you can throw uh, shots like a grenade, just regular and. Uh, it definitely seems like the kind of disc that every single amateur disc golfer needs in their life is this crazy overstable.
1: Just like, and just like a C-Line PD, too. Everyone needs one of those. Yeah,
0: I mean, why Why not? Who wouldn't want that? So, uh, or but, like
1: a PD that he's like, this is the most stable run of PD ever because a regular run PD is not stable enough.
0: And the only way you could get the tilt, at least the first iteration of it, was to buy a $100 mystery box from Discmania. And uh they got Joe. They got him. Us, I guess. So I was going to
1: say <laughs> it
0: was podcast money. But <laughs> but I to be fair, it was our journalistic 100%. responsibility to get a tilt so that we can review it on the show. 100%. And uh, you know, that's it definitely has nothing to do with the fact that Joe like goes to sleep looking at a picture of it just like petting it like No,
1: a, you know what? I honestly uh for the first time this show and we'll see. I I may be just building this up to when I throw it the first time and totally change my attitude. Um, I realize how dumb it is. <laughs> I definitely, there's no part of me at this point of time or in time that's like, this shit's going straight in my bag. I'm going to love that. It's like, it's totally needed. There's going to be a time where I need it for the specific shot. Um, I've got a flare in my bag. I don't see needing anything more stable Yeah, I agree. Well,
0: this is a great segue to talk about the awesome show that we have for you guys tonight. We are going to update. This is kind of like a cleaning house episode. We're going to update everyone on uh, our bags, like the changes that we made this year. And we are also going to, at the same time, talk about the DGP bag. The DGP bag was the bag we established that is made purely out of discs we've reviewed on the show, but that we don't bag. So they're kind of like... They're the best of the best that are not in our bag personally. So, um and it's a way to kind of give recognition to the discs. You know, I'm stubborn, I'm never gonna put anything but buzzes in my bag, but there's tons of good mid ranges out there. So kind of give an opportunity to recognize those discs and then compare them to anything new we review. So that's uh we'll we'll update the changes to that because I think we want to make a couple of swaps in there. But Joe and I will talk I that out. So. And then uh, we are—it's the new year now, but we we uh, try to do at least a a disc of the year and beer of the year. So we'll do that for this episode and give you our our uh, disc of the year that we reviewed and beer of the year that we reviewed. So that'll be fantastic. And we also got a wonderful gift from our our listeners and uh, Slack users, and it is incredible. So we have a an awesome. Uh, letter from them to read and we'll tell you about what we got so that's pretty amazing you want do we want to start with that yeah let's just let's just get right after uh that So we had a a wonderful – our moderator and our disc golf podcast Slack group, if you're looking to join an awesome uh, disc golf community chat group, uh, go to our website, throwstuffatstuff.com. There's a join Slack link, and it's just an awesome community of people talking about disc golf and all kinds of other shit. So um, check that out. And Joey, one of our moderators, pseudo, uh, organized a group of people in Slack to – get us a present to thank us for, for giving a bunch of content and um, it's uh, pretty incredible so Joe's going to read the letter that they they sent us along with it and then we'll talk about what and uh, then we'll, well I think it kind of will spell it out it talks out. about some of it but we'll we'll go into detail alright
1: hey dudes hope you're doing well this holiday season Josiah Vanderveld from Slack had an awesome idea what hmm well, whatever. from Slack, had the awesome idea for us to pull some money together to buy something for you guys to use during your field work or on the course as a holiday gift. And for all the entertainment you provided us over the years, I reached out to the group and due to everyone's generosity, we quickly exceeded the goal. In this box, you'll find a Bushnell range finder that we purchased for you as a group. You'll also find a second range finder. These are the 850s, by the way, the ones for disc golf and a bunch of Bushnell swag. We got hats, we got masks, and we got water bottles. They're rad. Uh, kindly donated by Michael Sizemore, at Sizemore on Slack if you're there. The beers are from me. I had a hard time not drinking all of them, so I hope you enjoy. When you were reading this note, which we actually read earlier, send me a text message. His number is 7-3... No. You uh, that? And I have an additional gift for you. We were discussing as a group what to do with the additional funds that we raised, and we decided to give you the money with a somewhat specific requirement of using it to purchase DGP merchandise. Whether you use it on DGP pins, a well-received idea, new shirts, hats, bag tags, or a new disc run, we'll leave it in your hands. No buzz balls. Here's 2021 being better than the shit show of 2020. Hopefully we'll be able to meet up for a round someday. Cheers, fellas. Pseudo.
0: Oh, so we thank have- you so much, guys. This is an uh, incredible gift, and uh, the range finders will go to great use. Oh yeah. The beers, I should note, are Altair Triple IPA by Equilibrium, oh, which is a ten percent triple IPA, God, and Joey then knows me so well. the uh, the other one is Transient Artisan Ales Full Turbo Batch Three, a double India Pale Ale, which is eight percent alcohol. So we got some killer beers here. Sounds so good. <laughs> that uh, that we will most certainly we have to review these, of course. Oh yeah. So, we'll save we'll those. Happily
1: for... re- review those.
0: But uh thank you so much everyone. This is this was fantastic. We very and much appreciate it. We it's appreciate it. Super awesome. Um, we were not expecting it at all. And for thinking of us, we we certainly we very much enjoy the community and consider everyone there to be a to be a friend so it's it's nice uh it's nice of joey to organize everyone to get this together and and then for everyone coming through thank you so much and we are very grateful for for 2020 and spending all the time with you guys and looking forward to many many more years to come oh yeah so hopefully when uh all this rona shit clears up we can get together, maybe get an apartment together.
1: Yeah, just bring your uh, proof or of vaccination like <laughs> and we're good to hang out.
0: Go on, go on like a disc golf trip. We can get no. uh, a like the disc golf trip we had planned before oh, <laughs> yep. coronavirus happened and we like had to when cancel it. I was going
1: to go to New Orleans and we're going to go to Tahoe and I was going to go to Florida. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yay. We'll
1: get one of those cool bikes with four seats. Um, It'll be great.
0: What what about those bikes that are like, uh, two facing bar counters? Yes. Like yep. There's but like, like a, a pub on. There's a driver and but then there's like a picnic table and everybody and faces and, each other but they the drink. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm um, super into that. You could get one of those. The <laughs> exercise so. alongside,
1: just like in a large parking lot. Joe, you're not. Ped-
0: <laughs> 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 we don't need to go anywhere. All the drinks are there. <laughs> So, wait, do we actually have to pedal this thing? Or can we get one of those? That's Let's like, just get it over to the shade over there. Can
1: we go to Tahoe again, but like be at that same place that's like probably a bike ride distance mm-hmm. uh, from Bijou and just take that bad boy? Everyone jump on and we'll go to the course and play. And
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure you can camp at Bijou. Maybe not. I I can I don't remember there was a, there's a bunch of facilities there.
1: I feel like that something that big too. Bijou like Community
0: Park actually I believe was in like the the U Disc uh, like top fifty or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I mean, from what I've heard, Lake Tahoe, it. Uh, awesome course, it, right in in South Lake Tahoe. Do you think you got to lock
1: know? up one of those things? What the the big? Uh, pedal, I I would think so. Do you, bar?
0: what if what if uh, a version of us when we were like anywhere between 16 and 28 walked by that with a few beers and they're like yeah but how gone. many
1: but my thought is like how many people do you need to be pedaling for that thing to move
0: i don't know i think i think can if you be, get
1: like with four people a driver and I, three people th- pedaling i think so okay all right then we'll chain i think it up. so then we'll chain it up okay
0: i mean you could also probably just push it you sold me
1: <laughs> you gotta have a driver <laughs>
0: I, I think I think it could it could work with just a driver and a person in the back doing something. But can we put a can we put a playing? <laughs> I, card? I'd be like Joe, you go be the driver, and you're like huffing away out there. Robert, are you, are you pedaling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, man. <laughs> oh man,
1: this is uh, this is so tiring. Yeah, my uh, oh, goodness. Uh, put, eyes on the road, we, eyes on the
0: road. Can we put playing cards in
1: the <laughs> spokes? So it sounds like a motorcycle. <laughs>
2: Sounds like an amazing. If y'all idea.
1: didn't do that when you were kids, you've missed the fuck out.
0: <laughs> oh man. The kids ride hover bikes now, Joe. It's uh, a <laughs> your boomers. right? Virta-
1: virtual hover bikes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's true. Just put on their goggles oh.
0: and go. Being sadder and sadder. All right, so bag updates. So our bag. Um I I guess we can start we, I think
1: we go one by one because that then affects the
0: it does it does so um for me i made uh two major changes to my bag this year um i don't know i made one major change and i made another kind of like addition as a result of it um but i changed from roaches to bullets um and that's the big kind of change in terms of whenever you switch a putter it's you know takes some time to get things going but i really love the bullet so i I made that change um switching from the roaches and it's that's going good so far and then um the other stuff i did was just kind of like jockeying versions of my favorite discs so like i took out a z buzz and you know put in an esp buzz what i think is an esp buzz um i'm not totally sure if anybody knows what uh what a 2012 Maple Hill super color uh, buzz would have been. I bet Kyle
1: knows.
0: (laughs) No, he wasn't sure. Okay, Um, okay. But uh, I think it's ESP. But in any case, that's that. And then um, I took the heat out of my bag, um, which it was kind of bittersweet. I do like the heat, but I just wasn't using it very much. And the reason was the next disc, the Wave that I put in my bag was kind of covering that slot, which is that it's it's pretty understable, can handle a you know nice uphill drives or hyzer flips, um, turnovers, things like that. And I was really using that more because I could get a bit more distance out of it. And the heat, while I do like it, I can still get kind of close to heat lines with FDs. You know, it's not we're talking like probably ten feet, twenty feet something like that and what i can't get with the fd i can get with the wave definitely yeah. yeah so there's a little bit of a gap in between the two that the heat would land in in terms of distance but it's not a shot that i need that all the time so um just for simplicity i, I made those moves so um that pretty fair amount of change overall the construction's very similar i put with uh with bullets i have uh, royal soft bullets uh, that I putt with, and an eternal bullet that I drive with, which is just pure sex. Um, and then I use zones uh, as my kind of approach and, and overstable putters, a rubber blend and a Z-zone. Um, I use a jawbreaker buzz for straight shots. And I have uh, two DOS TI buzzes that I bag that are my workhorses, um, one slightly less stable than the other. And then I have a Ledgestone uh, Crystal Sparkle Buzz, which is kind of my overstable one. And then a TI Buzz OS, which is like get out of trouble, uh, big flex lines type type emergency overstable, overstable, overstable uh, mid-range. Uh, my fairway drivers are FDs. I do an S-Line FD, a Glow FD, and I have a Second Run FD in there. Um... My, uh, control drivers, my go-tos here, the two G-Star Thunderbirds, I probably throw these more than any other disc and, oh, and yeah, now, going. now even finding that, uh, a lot of times I'm reaching for them in distance driver situations cause I can pretty accurately throw them and get pretty close to the distance and particularly the, the older, more beat-in G-Star will just do laser beams or even, uh, get a little turn if I, if I annie it, um, pretty nicely. And then I have a a Champion Thunderbird, a McBeast uh, four-time, which is my nice overstable one. So if it's windy or if I need a real hook on a forehand, I'll try that, but not as often I throw it. Uh, I have a Glow Firebird, which is also don't throw it very often. It's more of a get out of trouble, crazy wind. Um, And then I do, uh, in my distance driver slot, I have Bio Trespass, uh, Lucid Trespass, a Lucid X Trespass, So those are my three kind of in that order on stability. So, uh, bio being least, uh, most understable and, uh, the lucid being, uh, neutral to turny and lucid being actually pretty overstable, honestly, the lucid X. Um, and then fission waves, the new addition, uh, fission waves just bomb. I, I, I believe I throw these farther than any other disc, um, that i've thrown recently and definitely in my bag and then i have a proton wave that i'm still figuring out um i may just put another fission wave in like I don't, i'm not quite sure why i'm putting the proton in there yeah because so. i think
1: it's it, we already found it's less stable than yeah i the, don't the fission
0: i was originally thinking that i put the proton one in to be like I, oh this will probably be more overstable but i'm now realizing that i just really like the flight of the fission ones so I have a second fission wave that's actually a little heavier, and I'm just going to put that one in. So, for all purposes, just we'll call this uh, two fission waves. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh that's my bag as as quickly as possible. I have a pound octo haul. That's what I carry them in. So twenty three discs, uh, nine molds. Uh, yeah, that's that's me.
1: All right, so I'll go to my so my I think Robin's bag has stayed pretty solidly the same for the majority of the year until the last couple months
0: the construction yeah that's true the construction of the bag has stayed the same it's just that i slotted out certain things
1: right and mine's had some changes that y'all have already heard so you know i went from judges to pilots um So, a piece of that, too, I think I talked about it, but this is also, like, uh, if you are in our Slack group, which you should be, it's an awesome community we have. We have 1,100 people in it right now, hanging out, chatting, talking disc golf uh, all the time. Anyway, uh, in there, there is an auto response from Slackbot that tells you the construction of our bags, and I basically have said some of these things, but now I'm officially locking them in, and tomorrow... Uh, those bags will be updated with what they currently really are. Um, so with that said, I'm with for my putters, I have an Eclipse Pilot. That's really the disc that made me move to Pilots. Uh, it's just an amazing thrower. Uh, I don't know that I've said it explicitly, but not only did it kick judges out, kind of, um, it also kicked out my um, Jawbreaker Zone. Yeah. So that took over the Jawbreaker Zone slot. Um, then I carry one Electron Pilot, and I did put back in a Chameleon Judge. Um, I just throw them well. I know how to play with those premium plastic judges. Uh, it's just a concrete part of my game that I was missing by taking it out. Uh, I still throw that probably for more upshots than any other disc that I bag. Uh, still have a Z Zone. Same thing, Robin, talking about zones. Uh, Star Sonic. I've started using a lot more uh, for weird places where you just need something to glide for twenty extra feet and not hook up and fade. I have a Ti Buzz. I actually I did not put it on here. Um, I also did put in a, a fresh ESP Buzz because I wanted a, a little more stable buzz. Because uh, this is big. This has not been announced yet, although many people have heard it. It was like halfway announced. I have taken the pine out of my bag the pine is no longer my bag the bobcat is now in i have a royal bobcat in my bag it is amazing but it's more stable than the pine so that's actually kind of the reason that i popped in the esp the fresh esp buzz to kind of give me those three layers my beat up ti then the esp buzz then the bobcat for stability for those mids the gold line claymore is still in there I actually, uh, a few, maybe a month ago, I think I maybe said it on the podcast, I actually took the second run FD out of my bag. I've been throwing the G-Star Thunderbird the same way Robin's talking about I've been throwing that pretty much in the same places that I was throwing the second run FD. I also recently pulled out the S-Line FD in my bag. The Glow is still there. King Boo is still there and rocking I just, um, I just don't reach for it as much as I used to. I still have a Lucid Escape. I recently had been testing and now officially and confirming a Chameleon Escape in my bag. It's nowhere near as understable as the Lucid. Um, I can throw much more kind of laser beam shots and not have to worry as much about it turning over. Still got that My Bad Boy uh, Slime Green tiny huck lab symbol g star thunderbird which i probably throw off the tee not as much as robin but it's probably the one i throw off the tee most as well uh i have got my 17 germ bird still workhorse for me and i love that disc love that mold love that year i guess and i recently also put it back in a 17 sexy bird but a fresh one uh, like I said earlier, I've got the flair in there for the super overstable stuff and big old spike heisers. Still throwing the free tail. Um, I feel like I'm actually finally, finally year, probably over a year in, um, more than a year because it's not on the 2020 list, to bagging the free tail, and I feel like I'm getting better with it and, like, understanding it even better at this point and how to <laughs> throw it Um You bag so many different molds. I do. Uh, I lost my Rampage, and by lost, it was very easy to see but was in lots of Poison Oak. And although I don't get Poison Oak very bad, it was my birthday, and I didn't want to climb through Poison Oak to retrieve it. So I left it there. It's gone. I'm just going to pop back in my gold line Ballista. We're fine. Moonshine, Trespass, Fusion Raider. I've got Neutron Mayhem and Neutron Tantrum. Um that's that's my bag. Yeah, lots lots of
0: different. You bag molds. eighteen molds, eighteen. You yeah. you have twice as many different types of molds at, as I do, and I gave you the benefit of the doubt and not and it said germ birds were the same mold as the G stars, which they are technically they are, but they're very different discs. But yeah. but yeah, that's crazy. You know what though? Like looking at it, it's still the same number of discs. It I think. totally
1: is, but like looking at it. Um there's not a disc in that bag that I don't feel like I have pulled out and thrown in around mm-hmm. in my last like three rounds. Yeah. Which is really what I'm trying to uh, to achieve, you know, like I took the second run out, I took the S-line FD out cuz there were, I had a handful of discs that were always in the bag that I was like I might I might need it. Um, and I didn't mm-hmm. and I finally said, you know, what's the point of continuing to carry this disc that I'm not, I'm yeah. not gonna throw. I'm never gonna reach for. Exactly. Yeah. So I do throw them, um, and it's like it's all it's all comfort. It's all comfort and mu- muscle memory. I I can get the same flight I think out of multiple discs here. Um, you know, maybe I got to change the angle a little bit or whatever, but I know, I know, I know what how it's. I don't know. I'm into it. It works for me.
0: It does. No, it's, it's I was I'm was just amazed. As to how many it was. That, was. that was intense. So with that said, there are a couple of discs that... Um, so currently, our uh, our DGP bag, the discs we review, reviewed but don't currently bag, there are a couple of discs that have now hit that list that I think might be worthy. But currently, our understable putter is the Pure. Our stable putter is the Judge. Our overstable putter is the Entropy. The understable midrange is the Comet. The stable midrange is the Emac Truth. The uh, overstable midrange is the Bobcat. Uh, the understable fairway driver is the Leopard 3. The stable fairway driver is the Instinct. Uh, overstable fairway, the Flare, which is like a nine speed. We're kind of cheating on that. Yeah. But uh, we, we messed up a few of these when we did it. But uh, understable control driver we have is the Valkyrie. Uh, stable control driver we have as the Lots uh, overstable control driver we have is the Anax Onyx. Onyx. I keep forgetting that. And then uh, understable distance driver, the Tenacity. Stable distance driver, Destroyer, and overstable distance driver, the PD2. So basically, we had three categories for each of uh, each of the um, disc uh categories so we did uh under stable, stable and overstable for each one now a couple of ones jump out at me one i i knocked the roach out but i don't really think that we need to put the roach in over the judge i think well, the
1: judge is in my bag so it can't be in the oh EGP that's right bag. so that's why it has to go to roach
0: because yep. you're hoarding two different types of yep. putting putters yep okay so then yes the 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 stable putter has to become the roach
1: yep and then the overstable mid was a Bobcat, but is now in my bag. I think it's a very easy place for me to just slot the pine put back the in. Put the pine back in. I still love the pine. I still love the pine. Yeah. I just, no, the uh, pine's
0: pine's a great one. So, the, I think that that slots in uh, for the overstable. Uh, the flare is now in your bag. So, I think this is a perfect time to uh, pick something different that is not a nine speed uh, to put in that slot. Because the you Draco still I is. I looked at? It's I like, we honestly, can fix this.
1: I honestly pulled up a flight list to try and find like good overstable seven speed discs uh uh-huh.
0: and we haven't thrown any of them what come on
1: I, I like there's not there's not one that comes to mind at a seven speed like i really tried uh i really i had the same thought today when we when i was thinking about this brainstorming i was like oh we could finally fix my mistake by putting nine speeds in um but i couldn't i couldn't find
0: one we did a lot of understable to uh to uh either understable or overstable on these things for the the fairway driver categories that that we did the explorer is pretty why don't we do the explorer the explorer was decently over it's not crazy over no it's though. not it's not but it doesn't it doesn't have to be like
1: i'm almost like or is when when T Bird goes to T Bird three, does the speed go up or is it still a seven?
0: It's an eight speed, so it's it's a it's a kind of tweener on on that end. Like uh, I I could I could I could go T Bird three. T Bird three not bad. It's I, not. It's, it's not, not. I mean, it's nowhere it's not beef overstable like that. though. I think this is why we did the flare originally, because we were looking at the list of oversta- truly overstable fairway drivers that we'd reviewed, and we were seeing things that were more kind of like, well, that's another kind of just, right, just uh, stable one. It's not, it's not, you know.
1: Yeah, well, and that's the thing, and that's what we, the other piece that we talked about is like we throw or I throw <laughs> those type discs, or you do with like your Firebird. Um, in fairway distances like you're not getting them out to where you're getting your other control drive arterial yeah
0: that's how we that's how we uh rationalized it on the show i remember because we we were using it in that same kind of slot just because the under overstability made it difficult to throw far i just feel like feel like I, i feel like i don't buy that anymore just, just kind of like, well, yeah, but you're just utilizing the the over stability and speed of the disc, yeah, to to you know, kind of, just cheat on well, your so, capabilities of just. Throwing so here,
1: this is what we can do. This is what we can do, and this will be good for us going
0: forward. I remember the the explorer being decently stable, like it wasn't turning, but that doesn't mean it's over stable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the I'm I would I was thinking about F D twos as well, but when we threw them a second time, they weren't they weren't quite that bad. What what speed is the H one V two? That's an eight oh, is that, I, I
1: think it's like an eight or a nine. Yeah, it's H one right. uh OG H one.
0: Yeah. Cause
1: like if that if it's an eight, it goes right in. <laughs> it,
0: <laughs> it's super overstable.
1: It's super overstable. It's in that same world of the flare.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's see. H1V2. I would assume
1: the H1V2 is the
0: same speed as yeah, I feel as like H1. they're faster. I feel like it's 9 or 10 even. It's an 11 <laughs> speed. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So, that's far out. Why out. Um, why do we have this so categorized on the website as as a fairway driver? Who did really? that? Really? That was I told totally me. <laughs> I did not. But well, we also threw... Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, I remember that being crazy overstable. This is a fairway H1,
1: driver? H1. Well, the, the OGH1 is like... Insanely overstable. Yeah. Um, Okay.
0: Craves are are also decently stable. Um. an eagle, depending on what eagle you get, yeah, there can be a
1: fresh like star eagle can be pretty beefy. Yeah.
0: Um. I think it's probably got to be T Bird Three, don't you think? I don't know. Or still an eight speed.
1: Or we just clear. We just have an open spot that we start trying discs out for.
0: Pick out some some overstable
1: like six, seven, eight speed discs and and uh see what we come up with.
0: Yeah, I don't we may we may have to do that or at least like punt on it for this part of the uh podcast because it's just fascinating podcast uh, yeah, uh, content. But but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I think we should put the explorer there for now cuz Let's I,
1: put it in and that that can be the next spot that we really need to dive And we'll throw it on. again,
0: but I mean, it's a zero turn, it's got a two fade. It's it's yeah. I, I I remember it being definitely not, and it's also a disc that probably we haven't talked about enough on this podcast. Mince that, is gonna
1: jump in slack
0: and be like, "What are
1: you talking about?"
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go explore. I know it's not crazy overstable, so, but we haven't reviewed a true um, beefcake, a fairway. true beefcake fairway. Really, I mean, if you look at the list, it's on our website, throwstuffstuff.com. You can see the uh, deer reviews list on there um but on to the next one understable uh control driver we have the valkyrie um i think the heat has to take this spot
1: yeah i I wanted the heat originally when we were first talking and that's when we came up with the rule that if either one of us is bagging it yeah it can't be there so that would have been my first pick for that role anyway so that's and that's a slam dunk
0: yeah i think so so uh out with the valkyrie valkyrie great great disc one of the First actually I think was the first distance driver. Uh so fantastic disc, one of the, the kind of uh pioneering discs in in technology. So it owns it, a world record. It's uh Christian Sandstrom. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So uh of the next ones, the stable control driver we have is the lots. I think that's fine. Yep. I think the, yep. the lots was impressive and it's a lot of fun we, to throw.
1: We liked the lots a lot.
0: We did. That's it's... that was very clever uh wordplay mm-hmm. there. See what I did there? I I do see that, I do. Boom. Uh, and then the Onyx as the overstable control driver, I think that's fine too. Super, yep. I mean, it, we could we could add in. We could
1: know. throw the. We could then we could move a Draco or. A and, uh,
0: I, that's what I was thinking. Does does the Draco or something? But I think the Onyx. We've also had people tell us that the because we only threw the first run Onyx eye the Onyx Onyxes Onyx. Uh, I, I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. But we also threw first one run, and we've had other people telling us that the uh, versions, the ensuing versions, like the plain Z ones, the standard runs, aren't as beefy as what we that had.
1: That happens to us so often. Yeah. We get early discs, and then like so the next runs So that's are the not. only
0: thing that makes me want to say, like, yeah, maybe we do put the Draco in there or something like that because we know it's crazy overstable, and it's you know
1: honestly i think um it's tough it's t- i think that makes sense but i also onyx, think is, the onyx is, is a really disc. good disc it is and i and i want yeah. it to to live where people know about it
0: yeah so uh under stable distance driver we have the tenacity um I, I'm. i think that's fine i took the hades out of my bag which was pretty good um but ultimately i just wasn't really pulling it out all that often so um that would be Yeah, he's
1: got 3 kids. <laughs> uh
0: and then the stable distance driver the destroyer that that's, that's fine. fine. Uh and then the overstable distance driver the pd2 uh, soon to be overtaken by the tilt right or no it's it's a 9 speed so yeah, yeah, the yeah. tilt could easily knock oh, the, the, the til- onyx I mean th- out yeah. of the Yeah. But I mean, this is
1: also, like, when we talk
0: about our bag... Do we need to add, like, a, a fourth category for each one we don't that is because, ridiculous?
1: Well, no, because the bag is based on, like, if we were building a bag away from our own bags, this is what yes. we would bag. Yeah.
0: But, not, I, like, I, this is the most
1: over... It's not...
0: I do think this bag is missing... That like you know, Onyx is cool, but it it probably would be good to have something like a Draco or something like that in this bag because the Onyx you could probably get away with what you're doing with the Instinct and Lots, um, maybe you know in in those. Stable That's what categories. I'm saying. You could
1: almost you could almost call the Onyx the stable instead of the overstable. Yeah, but I'd
0: I'd rather for the Lots is way more neutral. Yeah. So. Let's leave it the way it is, and we'll 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 discuss going forward. Yeah. So yeah, that's a so a couple of new additions. The uh, Roach takes over the stable putter slot. Uh, the uh, Pine takes over the overstable mid range over the Bobcat because it went back in Joe's bag. Same with the the Judge Roach thing, and then the Heat takes over for the Valkyrie. And don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bad joke.
1: Oh, I'm sitting on a pillow. You're never gonna hear it.
0: Yeah. Thank goodness. God, that's pre-show only. You know that. It's fine, bad Joe. That's my pillow. God, yep, that's gross. What's wrong with you?
1: I had a lot of spinach,
0: and so the heat uh, takes over the Valkyrie spot, and uh, the Explorer uh, takes over the uh, spot that we had the flare in, which was the overstable fairway driver, which was we were cheating
1: for now. For now, the. Uh, explorer i there. think
0: explorer people are gonna are gonna hit us up and be like yeah the explorer is actually decently overstable maybe not maybe they'll be like bro i turn these over all the time you're an idiot and then we'll be like okay we're gonna reuse something we're overstable it, next we're week
1: we're just gonna say uh, lucid x chameleon explorer <laughs> or we'll just
0: be like we'll just be like how convenient the, joe's tilt arrived we're reviewing it this week boom overstable yeah
1: I don't think, so. I think even I don't,
0: though the tilt at nine speed doesn't solve I anything I don't think tilt will yeah exactly
1: I don't think tilt will uh,
0: make it anywhere uh, other than like it's going straight in your bag quit being coy you know it is
1: <laughs> what would I take out oh wait a minute I have side pockets <laughs> just keep adding it'll be fine I did when we first got our when I first got my Octohaul, I carried like six more discs than what i have right now yeah like i filled the whole side pocket with yeah discs.
0: i've slowly taken the number of discs down because yeah. originally i was just like oh i could fit 28 discs in here right. i'm gonna do that
1: i'm gonna bring all these discs that i'm testing and i'm like but i don't want to throw them here because i want to have a I good score. Want to have
0: a good round and yeah yeah, yeah exactly so yeah, that's a that's our DGP bag. So going forward when we do our deer reviews and we've tried to do a good job of this in the past, but you know, the question is is it going to make it into my bag? Is it going to make it into Joe's bag? And if no, Is it good enough to take out the disc, which category it it falls under in the DGP bag? So just gives us one other way. It it was kind of like a, it came to be because we felt like we were rejecting discs purely because they didn't fit into our bag and they deserved recognition um, for how good they were.
1: When we have some discs in our bag that we just have so many of them and we are so invested in that we're not taking it out for something that's so similar Um, but we, yeah, wanted to give the really awesome disc there due.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I think without further ado, I think it's time to do our disc and beer of the year. Don't you think? Oh, that was smooth. Yeah. So, uh, this has to be, for both of these, it has to be a disc and a beer that we reviewed in, in this year, the calendar last 2020, year, 2020 yeah. last year. So um, there were some some really excellent ones that we that we reviewed, um, but it would only make sense that it came from our bag. So we reviewed the Heiserbaum Moab, the Falk, my Castoplast, the Discraft Fierce, lots of interesting discs, uh, Castoplast Lots, which made it to our DGP bag, the P Model S, we both loved that one. You know, one
1: of us much more than the other the
0: the disc mania tactic was also pretty nice totally. like yeah. that that was that was easily one that was impressive on this list we the valkyrie we had some i had maybe one of my longest shots of 2020 with a valkyrie true um so lots of interesting discs it, then but two of them stuck out joe actually in the thing looked over the list and he's like realistically it's two discs and you get to decide and instantly I without looking at his list I just I was like well it has to be the wave or the bullet
1: right as, as much so the only other one to be to be honest that I think maybe we thought of a little bit is the lots because I think that's the only other mm-hmm. one that ended up in the dgp bag yeah but I just there's no way we could say the disc of the year is x disc that we don't bag or ever plan on bagging. Mm-hmm. That's not the yeah, right way. I think way to the do it. only
0: way that it, it couldn't be a disc that we ended up bagging would be if we didn't end up bagging any of the discs from This a year. might
1: be the first year, though, that there's not. Um, wh- well, first off, none of the discs in 2020 went into my bag.
0: That's, that's which impressive. Which
1: is crazy. Yeah. Um, you
0: still had bag changes, but that's true. None of the. The twenty twenty discs made it into your bag Inter- interesting.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. So but anyways, in years
0: past We also this is a depressingly small amount yeah. of reviews. We're well, we we're had very a, we bad. Had
1: a, we had a lot of episodes though with guests or yeah. wrap ups where we didn't do a deer review.
0: Yeah. And then uh coronavirus. And fires. Yeah. And the MVP know. reactor was was sweet too. That that was good Yeah, that's a good really mid-range. good range too. Yeah. Uh the goate goat. Uh, by Castaplast that was great um, but really I think realistically this comes down to the bullet and the wave and if you had to ask me I or if you told me I can only keep one I would tell you that I need the bullet the wave is fun but I need the bullet so uh, in my opinion the 2020 disc of the year is the bullet by Mint Discs
1: Um. so in my perspective we got a putter and a distance driver uh, but watching you throw that eternal bullet um definitely intrigues me a lot uh guy, if you're listening, if you got any more of those sitting around
0: I do need a backup one. Maybe, that uh, would be no, great. That,
1: no no, maybe you can have another convert um but I like my pilots anyway,
0: if there are more eternal bullets, I need to be this it's in anyway. my bag you can't. I do. do I do
1: really love the feel of the bullet, the flight of the bullet, um, and I think it's really easy to say, choose the disc that you throw at least once on every single hole. Yeah, or one that you throw four times around. Four times around, like five. If there's something bad that happens, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's just so easy to. To go bullet, and for me, I like the bullet more than I do the wave. Both great discs, uh, but I think the bullet is a very easy choice for the twenty twenty, the disc golf podcast disc of the year.
0: Yes, I agree. It's a, it's I I I remember uh, glowing about it on the podcast itself. It's only gotten worse, and then saying, um,
1: "Oh man, if only I could get a premium plastic yeah. one." And
0: then once I got the eternal bullet. I mean, I can just throw laser beams with it all over the place. Um, I was using roaches and I had a, uh, I have a bunch of, uh, Z roaches and crystal Z roaches and I was cycling through not cycling, but I was trying to find one and they're all very overstable, um, which is nice. Uh, but I really like that. I'm able to uh, just put on a good drive, you know, not trying to go crazy with it, but just try and be smooth and just throw laser beams with it that that go far and that's that's really it's it's been a lot of fun to throw i always look forward to holes where i can pull out the bullet and i feel i've been more accurate with it and i'm confident in those shots and it's it's been great so hopefully there's more eternal bullets that are that are coming uh, so that everyone else and i can stop feeling like an elitist asshole for for having one but i'm not sorry yeah i'm not sorry sorry not sorry so um thank you guy for sending that you you've yeah uh, you've changed my life and uh
1: and there's a good chance he may be on the show coming
0: up in a little bit that that is possible I'm just looking, looking forward to that but uh yeah so and then we
1: can beg him in person for <laughs> for discs that we want
0: <laughs> virtually we, we joke we joke but it's uh it's gonna happen oh yeah for sure it's gonna happen <laughs> Uh, all right so now to the beer of the year so the the beers uh, that we reviewed this year uh we we did a number of good ones let me get the the beer chart back up again it was you said 179 right Joe? 180
1: is where it starts basically 180
0: so we had uh weld juicy bits that was great uh viking space probe by stone that was good that's that's a good beer. Um we had Hazy Life by Revision, which is great. Uh Modern Times Proxima was awesome. Yeah, it was. That was that was wonderful. We had Fieldworks Logic Gate. Um obviously anything from Fieldworks is going to be a good time. So that was awesome. Uh we had uh let's see you know, Fantastic Haze by Sierra Nevada. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Russian River Pliny for President. Great. Um, another great beer. Nota ep- Brewings, Hop, Drop, and Roll. That was great. I remember liking that a lot.
1: Last episode's Cannibalist from, Oscar, from Blues. Oscar Blues. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Tons of great beers on that we reviewed. Um, there was one that we have talked about on this show that, uh, quite repeatedly, that we really love. Uh, and continue to go back to it's like a go-to when we see it Uh, and i I think it's only appropriate that we go with num num juice by fall river brewing company Yep, i I feel a little bad that it's a, a beer that is hard to get i think out of the western united states um at the moment but it's just good and I don't want to pick something, you know, like we could pick Dankful by Sierra Nevada which everybody could get or something like that, which is a solid uh, you know, solid dank IPA that everyone listening to this could likely find. You know, it's some of those things, but the one we love the most out of this list uh and that we can find and continually go back to is Num-Num Juice. I and without
1: a doubt drank more Num-Num Juice than any other beer in
0: 2020. It, that's I don't. I don't know if I did, but it's probably close. I don't know. I'll have to think I, about I that. I
1: mix it up a lot, um,
0: <coughs> but if Buzzballs were a close second, but well for you, I,
1: I tried <laughs> to tack it on at the end to catch up a little bit. Um, but yeah, lots of num num juice. Lots of num num. Speaking
0: juice. of of Pliny for president, uh, is is Pliny the younger? When is that drop? Do they list? it They thing? haven't given it yet. It's no. it's soon.
1: It's sh- it'll be soon. I was actually like already contemplating my mind. I'm like I could order a case under my name, and I could do one in yours through the podcast. You could
0: two cases. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Depending on how fast it goes out.
0: Yeah, that's we should do that. Yep. We should do that. I like that idea. So I, of course you're in agreement. Num num juice oh, by, by Fall River Brewing Company.
1: I think if we if we put this list out to listeners um, that listened to, you know, 80 percent of the shows in 2020, they would circle Num Num Juice without a doubt. We yeah. talked about it more than any other beer.
0: in Easily. 2020. Easily. All right. So For good reason. Disc of the year. We've got the bullet by Mint Disc and beer of the year is Num Num Juice by Fall River Brewing Company. I'm happy with that. That's yeah. That's a killer combo. Plus, like that to me is like if you asked, if you said you got to go on the course with one disc and one beer, I'm I'm going. Oh, that's to, easy. I'm taking the bullet and I'm taking a num num.
1: Yeah, especially out of the 2020 disc, like without a doubt. Yeah.
0: Like uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What the, other disc? Would I... have the putter. I can like go I, for. If,
1: it. if I had to choose a putter off that list for sure, I'd choose the bullet also.
0: So it's, uh, that's fantastic. I think we should do one last thing. I'll put you on the spot, but I can go first to give you time to think. But we, we normally talk about New Year's resolutions, disc golf New Year's res- resolutions. Um, my, uh, my first one is to record more disc golf podcasts than we did in 2020. Oh, that's not mine.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I think that's a great one. I will, because we I will were, jump on that one as well,
0: which I think we'll be able to do. We're just we're kind of we. It took us a, a minute to to I acclimate. don't know adapt, acclimate to what was going on around, and I think we've got a decent system going on now. And and uh, you know, it's it's just been wild. I'm sure everyone listening to this. We don't have to explain why 2020 yeah, 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 has been yeah, yeah. weird, but I I desperately want to get back on track as a podcast and, and produce content and, and, uh, keep, keep talking about disc golf with you. So that's, that's my first one.
1: Um, I mean, my first one is one that I'm pretty positive we did last year. i said this to Robin when we were playing, um, this past weekend, the first round, the only round we've played so far in the new year to you disc every round. Uh huh. To really see progression or regression Um, started out really strong last year, but it was so easy to be like, well, we both just took double bogeys on that (laughs) and then followed that with another bogey. Let's just not let's just not keep score anymore. (laughs) So um, it was really easy to just say, like uh let's stop keeping school and, and i don't want to do that anymore i really want to see where i'm going like honestly it was just a point of pride to pull up my like 2020 u-disc uh like wrap up and the amount of rounds that i put in was very sad to me knowing that i played way more than that um and just wasn't tracking them so i want to do that just to really um give myself a baseline and something to work at um you know just like stepping on the scale is like oh it's fun to see a progression um <laughs> or a loss or whatever yeah. it helps you keep pushing
0: so since the the first one that I gave was kind of more of a cop out just like kind of as a group Joe and I want to want to do that but it it relates directly to my real one which is I need to play more disc golf in yeah. in 2021. I was I played a pitiful amount of disc golf. Like I looked at my 2020 uh recap on UDisc and I don't think I missed that many rounds and it was just like pitiful. I think I played like 26 rounds or something Damn. like that. Like Averaging every other week, just just horrible, and uh, I just I can't I can't live like that. I don't I don't want to I don't want to live like that, and it shows in like every aspect of my game. So I, it's 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 no good. I don't like it, and I I want to play more, and I think that'll start with like playing more at my house again, which I hadn't mm-hmm. hadn't done much of uh, anyway. So
1: that's what I say. I need to. I got a basket now. I got to put yeah.
0: more, and. I can't wait. Speaking of messing around my house, I can't wait to get the rangefinder out and just start dinking around in the on the property, checking out uh, checking out distances. I am concerned. And I brought this up on the pre-show. I am concerned about looking like a complete d bag on the course, checking something with a rangefinder, and then throwing a <laughs> yeah. really horrible shot after. I feel like you have it's kind of like when you step up to the tee playing through and you want to throw a good shot it you you like you have to at that point it's just the embarrassment you got to step up but now you pull out a rangefinder so you're Figuring out exactly no, what distance you got to know when
1: to pull it out. Like yeah. you don't pull it out. In that I, well, moment. like
0: I can think of times when I would have. Like when I went and played uh, the the uh, weekly, the monarch, the monarch bay weekly with you guys. I didn't know the distances on anything, and it's a flat golf course, which is like one of the harder places to gauge distance. Um, and so, being able to have that there instead of asking on every single hole, how far is that? How far do you think we are? And, and things like that would be a huge help for, for that sort of thing. I think
1: the majority of people that play, the majority of people that we play with would be stoked for you to relay that information to them too. Like, yeah. here it's on the T sign. It's like, is it though? Yeah. Where did I play? I played um at Morley in San Diego. Check this shit out. It's bonkers. It's bananas. bananas. Uh, the dude who puts the distances puts distances on how he thinks it plays oh god so like we're talking about like uh, uh, we have a local whole 14 that's almost Taylor. as bad
0: as the flight number system
1: right but it's like it's like we well, it, it plays like 400 but it's 320 how the crow flies so it it says 400 on the T sign like th- all these distances, I keep stepping up being like are we pl- is that right? <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, well, this is what this guy does." And I'm like, "Really? Okay, that's... that's uh, can't wrap my head around that."
0: That is that is not right.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> that is not right. So, like morally, it would have been sick to
0: Vineyard check it exactly out. What? Even though the people will also be other with- times when. When I'll just be curious, like a hole that – like that, I'm looking at the sign on a hole I play all the time and be like 352 or, or like yeah. whatever it is. Why am I coming up 20 feet short on a 352-foot hole? Is it, it doesn't seem like it's uphill and just like seeing, you know, what it is. Or maybe I just suck, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and
1: that's the thing too. Like when you house seemed Morley – uh you play with ian it's like hey how far is that he's like oh it's like a medium roller with a free tail <laughs> like that's not a distance, distancing like that's just mu- your weird muscle memory that doesn't help
0: me in any way you just be like i'm not trying to help you <laughs> yeah, right. that's it's not true to- ian would never say that uh, he likes to win
1: Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't
0: that's true that's true but all right well that's all we got for you on this episode of the Disc Golf Podcast. Check out our website, throwstuffatstuff.com. We have uh, some awesome discs up there. Uh, you can also join our Slack group, which is on there. And uh, you can check out the list of deer reviews that we've done. There's 217 of them now on the. Well, actually, not 217. But since we didn't do one on this episode, very sorry. Joe and I will get back on it for next week and uh, have this going.
1: Conrad to MVP
0: conrad to mvp remember that and uh next check out our patreon patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast if you like the main show you will love our pre-shows and that's what you get when you join our patreon is a pre-show recording before every single podcast uh dropped into your feed so uh if you're looking for extra content and you enjoy the show help support us we uh love all of you that do and appreciate that very much. So check it out. Patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast. Also check out our sponsor, OTBdisc Use promo code DGPodcast to get free shipping on your next order. They are incredible and uh, just keep building more and more awesome sections on their website and expanding. They are uh, awesome dudes. So support them. Great website. One of the best the best. Yeah, i should say, say. It's, it's the best. Only the best. So check them out And then get out there this weekend And
2: throw stuff at stuff This is a song For the aceless but those with aces Listen closely You don't always have to huck it hard In fact sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to lay it up can't outrun an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you wanna put the D's in the B's Sometimes you got to say, hey I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it smoothly I'm gonna toss it so sweetly and then you say hey i hit some metal and then you say wait a minute robin i think i'm starting to get it now could you fill my throat for me that's fucking teamwork what's your favorite disc that's cool with me it's not a trespass but i guess it works for you What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA, so let's go to the bar. And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly. And then I'll fucking hook it softly. And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly. But then I'm gonna hook it.